Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Last year, we talked about Meta, Facebook, agreeing to a settlement over the Cambridge Analytica case. Now, they agreed to this settlement uh, without admitting any wrongdoing. Oh, Oh, okay. And that's the big takeaway from the announcement. But... The settlement was for $725 million. The scandal was about Cambridge Analytica and other third parties. Uh, Meta, Facebook, gave access to private user information and misleading users about its privacy practices. So you have now, uh, if you were a Facebook user had or have an active account now, sometime between May 24th, 2007, and December 22nd, 2022, you're eligible to be part of this settlement class, even if you've already, even if you've since deleted your accounts, okay? So there's, it's not clear now how much of, (laughs) how much settlement you're going to get. I mean, you may get five bucks, but, or you may get, uh, you know, a few thousand dollars, The fund is going to be distributed to class members who submit valid claims based on how long they had an active Facebook account during the relevant period. So they have a link here to file your complaint. I mean, uh, submit your claim and, uh, you know, take a shot. I mean, I'm thinking, look, 87 million people are not going to claim, uh, put in a claim for this class action settlement, right? So you got to figure what, even if it's, even if it's 50, if it's 50 million, right? 50 million goes into 725 million, what? A little over 14 times. So, okay. I mean, that's a, that's a couple of bucks. And the attorneys, of course, will, you know, get their cut. And I don't know if they've already gotten their cut uh, or the 725 million is the full amount and the attorneys are taking their cut from that. So cuts into the class action. Anyway, uh, I'll let you know. And if you used Facebook between the 24th of 2007, May 24th, 2007, and December 22nd, 2022, you're eligible to be a part of the settlement class. So I feel like I'm going to try to get some money from Facebook. And there's no way that 87 million people are going to be a part of this class action. But of course, no, no, of course not, Jeff. They're going to allow 8 billion people and you're going to get 10 cents. I know. That's what I'm looking I'm just planning on. If I get a quarter, I'll be happy. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So I guess we have to keep our heads up still waiting for the satellite to fall back to earth i was supposed to land yesterday uh did not and now it's supposed to land today although there was some sort of meteorite or satellite or something that blew up over the ukrainian skies and there was a powerful flash uh, in the in the night sky, which was uh, you know reported on social media, and you could see it, but NASA said that it, that is not one of our spacecrafts. Nope, our spacecraft is still in orbit. It has not re-entered Earth's atmosphere yet. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I thought you said that 
it was gonna come on to the earth yesterday. Nope, it hasn't come yet. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, they didn't say sorry. I'm saying that. So, keep your head up. Uh, you never know when it's gonna re-enter the, the Earth's atmosphere. You still have a 1 in 2,467 chance of getting hit. So, we're just gonna keep monitoring and Keep your eyes to the sky, and we'll see if the old Resi satellite makes its way to Earth. There's a new study that's been released that claims that drinking Coca-Cola and Pepsi can lead to larger testicles and higher testosterone levels. <laughs> it's a study. How am I to question a study the northwest minzu university in china and i am a huge fan of the fighting northwest minzu university they had this study to determine the impact of carbonated beverages on fertility and sex organs in men the study looked at three groups of mice one that only drank water another that drank different levels of coca-cola with another doing the same with Pepsi over 15 days. Okay. So tests on the rodents included weighing their testicles and drawing blood. That's a good gig. <laughs> How would you like to work in our testing facility? Oh, I would. I would. That's why I came to Northwest Minzu University here in China. Well, come on aboard. And what you're going to do for us is the next 15 days, you're going to weigh rodent testicles and draw the blood. <laughs> That's a good gig. Anyway, they were tested on day one as well as day five, seven, 10, and 15. So you weren't testing them every day. Look, we've got a job for you. You have to weigh the testicles and draw the blood on day one, day five, seven, 10, and 15. So it's not as bad as every day look you don't have to weigh their testicles every day so it was quickly discovered that the mice drinking coke and 100 percent pepsi compared to a mixture of pepsi and water had a significant change the mice that were given pure coca-cola had higher levels of male hormone compared to the group that just drank water the study concluded drinking coca-cola and pepsi-cola could promote testis development and enhanced testosterone secretion uh, provided the scientific basis for fully understanding carbonated beverages the effects and their mechanisms on development and reproduction functions of humans and how they benefit the prevention of prostate dysfunction and cancer now there's been other studies that said the sugary drinks made men less fertile uh, so not really sure uh, what's going on there? There was one survey of 20... Now, this is a survey, not a study, though. Of 2,500 men showed that those who drank a liter of cola a day had 30% fewer sperm than those that drank none. And there's also some research that shows that caffeine uh, can increase testosterone levels. So, you take that for what it is. We know that in a 15-day period... <laughs> Uh, the mouses, those mices, uh, had, uh, <laughs> had uh, testicles that weighed more and they had a little bit more testosterone in their blood. And I will say, 
that a lot of uh, females, although this study is not did not show this and and it was did not you know they weren't testing for this in this study, so this is a new study that they can that they can do at the old uh, Northwest Minzu University is you can study if Coca Cola and Pepsi uh, along with water uh, what the difference is to growing actual testicles because I I know a number of females uh, throughout my life that have been Coca-Cola drinkers as a couple of them have been Pepsi drinkers at least one that I can remember vividly was a Pepsi drinker and uh, I can often remember myself saying wow (laughs) Uh, they've got some balls so perhaps it uh, grows them on women. I don't know. Maybe Northwest Minzu University can look into that. All right. So now you can't even apply to be a hitman. I find that, uh, I mean, is this even America? So last week, the FBI arrested Josiah Garcia. I guess that's how you say his name. J-O-S-I-A-H. Sorry about it if it's wrong. Don't kill me. He's a Tennessee Air National Guardsman. He applied to be an assassin on rentahitman.com. Now, I will say, (laughs) I mean, people shouldn't get arrested just because they're dumb. I mean, you don't realize rentahitman.com. Oh, I can work for them. That's what he was thinking. So it's a, the website is a parody site that's been used to catch potential killers for years because people actually go to rentahitman.com and they want to rent a hitman to kill their spouse, their parents, whoever. And apparently you can't do that either. I can't, I can't ask to hire someone to kill somebody. Huh. So apparently you can't even apply to be an assassin now either. Weird. So in one of the many follow-up emails to his application, he wrote, I enjoy doing what I do so I can find a job that is similar to, such as this one. Put me in, coach. He also peppered in his nickname, Reaper, which he was allegedly given uh, for his excellent marksmanship. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So he's just applying to be a hitman. He didn't kill anybody. What did, I mean, how, what did they arrest him for? Seriously, what was he arrested for? He said, uh, I want, why I want the job? I'm looking for a job that pays well, related to my military experience, shooting and killing uh, the marked target, so I can support my kid on the way. What can I say? I enjoy, what I, I enjoy doing what I do. Um, so an FBI agent claiming to be a field coordinator for the company reached out. Garcia told the agent he needed money, thought he'd be a good uh, killing people. Okay. Spoke about the supposed job, including where he was willing to torture people and cut fingers and ears off. But he didn't do it. He's just talking to the guy about it. He's looking for a gig. Uh, He told the agent that he was looking into civilian law enforcement and wanted to do something more exciting. On Wednesday of last week, he met in a park where the agent provided him with a fictional target package. The agent also paid Garcia $2,500. Okay, so they paid him $2,500, uh, supposedly the first of two installments, and he was arrested the same day because he took money to go kill someone. Uh, I mean, that's kind of, that's being framed uh, in my book. That's being framed. Maybe you tell him, hey, dummy, this isn't real. We don't kill people. Go become a cop. 
go do find another job to help your kids. But instead, we set him up and uh, we know that he's looking for work and we give him money. I don't know. Get this man a good attorney. <laughs> We're going to give him 10 years in prison because you set him up? I don't like this at all. I know. Don't look at me like that. I get it. I get it. But it just seems a little much to go through and go through all of this. Talk to this guy back and forth and meet with him when you could have easily just said, Hey, dude, it's not real. Go find an, a real job. And he would have. So this guy, Bob Ennis, the uh, Northern California who runs rentahitman.com. I guess he bought it a few years ago. He was going to use it for some analysis company or something, and it never panned out, so he's just kept the domain. And then in 2010, he got a request serious enough uh, to turn over to the authorities from a woman hell-bent on hiring an assassin to kill three of her relatives. So in the years since, Ennis has put a handful of others in the possession of law enforcement. He estimates he saved nearly 150 people's lives by handing over the inquiries that appear serious to authorities. Okay, so good for you. You people contacted you to kill someone, to actually kill someone, and you stopped that. But this guy was just looking for a gig to feed his family. <laughs> and he figured, hey, you know what? I'm good at killing people. And then you set him up and you set to meet with them. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. 10 years in prison for using interstate facilities in the commission of murder for hire. What? Uh, man, I, I don't like this. This guy needs a good attorney. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Can't even apply to be a hitman anymore. This is not even America. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Or maybe even Coca-Cola. <sighs> so earlier in the week, we talked about Coachella's first weekend and how they got fined out 120000 or something. And a bunch of that was because of Frank Ocean, who went way over the curfew time on Sunday night. Well, now it looks as though Frank Ocean is not going to be appearing the second weekend, this this upcoming weekend at Coachella. He's pulled out. Sorry about it. Oh, oh, my leg, my leg. I can't, I can't. You know, I wish I could. Oh, oh. So I, I apparently, according to reports that it's doctor's advice, uh-huh, that uh, he fractured and uh, fractures and a sprain in his left leg. <laughs> So it really is this, oh, my leg, oh, oh, I can't, I can't. So I guess he was going to do this big elaborate show with an ice rink and skaters and uh, uh, they they called that off last weekend and he did another big performance, but I guess he may have hurt himself practicing uh, this for this performance. Yeah, okay, I'll give him that. But he went way over. If he was hurting, why did he go over the curfew and cost Coachella and or himself a bunch of money. Anyway, if you're looking forward to Frank Ocean at Coachella this next weekend, uh, sorry, it's going to be taken up by Blink 182. Now, how excited are you? Speaking of concerts, though, I see where the coronation of King Charles is going to have a star studded concert, uh, Saturday, May 6th. I mean, we're bringing in Lionel Richie. We're bringing in Katy Perry. 
Uh, we're bringing in uh, the musical group Take That. And there's going to be a bunch more. I guess they're setting up uh, screens all over the country so you'll be able to see it. Uh, kind of cool, actually. You know, this, this big thing. I guess uh, Andrea Bocelli will perform. My wife loves that guy. I'm forced to listen to music from him uh, often in my life. Love! And, uh, Andrea Bocelli. And that was a sounded just like him, too, by the way. Uh, Sir Bren Turfel. Uh, British boy band. Take, well, that's Take That. Um, Katy Perry's going to be there. I already said that. Continue to have Gary Barlow involved. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, the uh, the group who dominated the charts. Oh, the Take That group. Yeah. Uh, the group now consists of three original members, so not the whole band. We're not getting everybody back together for the, for the king. And I see where uh, they announced, you know, what kind of quiche he's gonna have <laughs> oh and harry so it's been decided that harry is going to go yeah i think we talked about that so they decided harry is gonna go and he's gonna leave megan and the kids back home but we just found out today that and this does not surprise me at all uh man i knew this was gonna happen and this is why we needed man he needs to Find a way to cut the cord, man. So he's going to the coronation without Megan and the kids. And you're thinking, well, he's going to be there. They'll have a chance to talk to him. He'll be able to talk to his brother and talk to the king, uh, talk to dad, and, you know, be able to say, Harry, what are you doing, man? You got to get out of there. However, it was reported today that he's only going for the coronation. He's not going to stick around for the concert. He's going to go to the coronation and then rush home to be with Megan and the kids. Oh my gosh. She is keeping a tight, tight chain on Harry. It is terrible, man. <laughs> so he's going to the coronation. She's allowing him to go to the coronation, but you can't stay. <laughs> You are going to return ASAP. You can go and say, hey, there's my dad with the crown on. Now I've got to get on a plane and come right back. Otherwise, Megan will just tighten the chain around my balls. Man, it is it's not a good thing. William, you have got to take a chance, man, and talk to him at the coronation. Either take him off to the side uh, do something. I know you guys don't go to the bathroom doing those big events. That's just the real deal. You've been trained that way. I get it. Uh, there's only certain points in your life when you could go to the bathroom and being at one of these events is not it, but maybe you do. Maybe before you walk in, you both go to, you know, go into the bathroom and you, you gotta, you gotta get them off to the side, William, away from people and say, Harry, brother, bro, 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 what are you doing? Probably not going to happen, though. He'll just rush back to Megan and beg for forgiveness. Sad. Be sure to follow me on social media, Twitter at JeffyJFR, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can uh, like, my, uh, like, my, like my YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can always email the show, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. You can always order a cameo from me. That's not free. 
uh, at JeffyJFR. I'll, you know, be happy, be sad, be glad, whatever you want. That's what cameos, my pimp, and I just do what I'm just, I'm just out there, you know, working a street corner for cameo. <laughs> this is, this is, this is my street corner for cameo and I'm here for it. Uh, I see where, uh, those of you that listen to Chewing the Fat, thank you very much. If you're listening now and you're not a subscriber, what are you doing? All right. Nobody likes a freeloader. Uh, you could subscribe to the podcast for free on uh, platforms, uh, on whatever platform warms the little innards of your soul. But uh, if you're listening now and it's because you're listening on someone else's subscription, uh, quit being a freeloader. All right. Nobody likes a freeloader. We all like free stuff. Nobody likes a freeloader. Okay. So subscribe for yourself. I see where there's a new study out that said uh, podcasts as a source of news and information. About half of Americans have listened to a podcast in the past year, and most of those listeners come across news content. Uh, you think? So, um, listeners turn to podcasts for entertainment, learning, and simply to have something to listen to while doing something else. Uh, comedy, entertainment, and politics are at the top of the list of topics that podcast listeners say they regularly listen to. I'm here for all of that, by the way. Uh, most podcast listeners say they hear news discussed on podcasts. However, just one in five listeners say they listen to a podcast that's connected to a news organization. Huh. Okay. So I guess I'm kind of connected to The Blaze because this is a Blaze podcast, Chewing the Fat. But that's, I mean, I don't do, a, I do partake in television, I partake in some other shows on The Blaze. But anyway, it's just I'm. It's fine. You, if you're here because of the blaze, thank you. Appreciate it. If you're here because of me, thank you. Appreciate it. If you're here because, you know, I'm out hawking myself for cameo. <laughs> uh, you know, thank you. No problem. Appreciate it. I was looking at uh, some of the uh, information that came from this research from Pew. Uh, really fascinating on podcasts. And, uh, is, let's see, uh, you know, you have sports really podcasts, you know, are covering a huge, uh, huge landscape of everything. Uh, large shares of podcast listeners say they turn to podcasts for entertainment, learning and diversion. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, half of Americans have listened to a podcast in the last 12 months. Fewer Americans turn to podcasts in search of news. Most listeners still say that news is at least part of their experience with podcasts. Uh, 29% say that staying up to date with current events is a major reason they listen to podcasts. Two-thirds of podcast listeners say they have heard news discussed on podcasts they listen to. Well, yeah. Um, so much of, uh, so, much of uh, so many stories are wrapped around news events. I mean, hello. It's just, we can't, every, every, every platform can't get to them all. Uh, no matter what. So, um, do they expect it to actually be true, though? Does it say that? Uh, I don't know if they... Because <laughs> if you're listening and you expect it to be accurate, ooh, uh, most listeners who get news on podcasts expect it to be mostly accurate. That's where I'm at. Uh, mostly accurate. You're listening to this right now? It's mostly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. podcast listeners who hear news discussed on the podcast they listen to 
Uh, 31% say they trust that news. Wow, more than news they get from other sources. Uh, 55% about the same. 50% say less than news they get from other sources. That's interesting. Uh, so let's see. So you don't trust it. So 31% say, yeah, I kind of, you know, yeah, I kind of believe it. <laughs> okay. So 59% believe that they expect the news to be largely inac- inaccurate. Wow. I mean, they expect, wait a minute. So most listeners who get news on podcasts expect it to be mostly accurate. 87% mostly accurate. And this one says 11% say mostly inaccurate. Now, uh, in a slightly different question asked of Americans who get news from social media. Oh, I see. Okay, from social media. Right, okay, not podcasts. Uh, most listeners who get their news from podcasts, 87% believe it should be mostly accurate. Americans who get their news from social media in 2020... Uh, so they expect the news to, uh, they see there to be largely accurate, 39%. Wow. So 59% at that time in 2020 who get their news from social media uh, expect their news to be largely inaccurate. That's a good, that's a good way to be. That's a good way to be. Uh, anything you see on social media, don't believe it. Go find other sources find out it find it to be true or i don't know just listen to chewing the fat and i'll let you know whether it's true or not i promise so who died today who died today otis redding The third, yeah, the original Otis Redding died back in 1967 in a plane crash. Uh, So, along with several band members. But his son was three years old, Otis Redding the third. So that means the original Otis Redding was Otis Redding the second. And so Otis Redding the first was the grandfather and or the father of the Otis Redding, which (laughs) I don't know why that... That strikes me, but it just does. He lost his battle to cancer. Very sad. He was 59 years old. Otis Redding the third. Uh, he he had some hits. I mean, he had. To, well, I don't know that he had hits. He they had like uh, they had multiple albums out there. He toured. He did a lot of stuff. He used to do you know his father's covers and stuff. And he said at one interview that uh, I give people what they want. I live with it. Uh, I don't put myself uh, under any pressure. Go begging for record deals. So, you know, look, my dad was the superstar and um, the band, the Reddings, which we put together, uh, you know, we're going to we're, we're going to live with who we are and we know who we are. So Otis Redding, the third dead at the age of 59. Rest in peace. Then we had Mark Sheehan, Mark Sheehan, dead uh, at the age of 46, he was the co-founder of Script, the Irish rock band, 
that they formed alongside uh, Danny O'Donohue and drummer Glenn Power back in 2001 and Mark Sheehan dead at 46 after a brief illness huh don't look at me like that I didn't say that at all I just said he passed away and it was after a brief illness at the age of 46 I I didn't say that you know I I know what you're thinking and I didn't say that I'm just telling you it was a brief illness and then he passed away at the age of 46 then we lost another one to cancer Keith Nail Keith Nail at the age of 62 he appeared on two seasons of Survivor you remember him Uh, I remember he worked as a fire captain and a paramedic before he appeared on Survivor. Keith Nail, he's a two-time Survivor contestant, Keith Nail, uh, passes away at the age of 62 following a battle with cancer. That this, this cancer thing, man. You can quote me on this. We need to do something about this cancer thing. Uh, according to his brother, it happened so quickly and uh, he passed away at his home in Shreveport, Louisiana, at the age of 62, Keith Nail. And we found out uh, breaking news as uh, we're going through who died today. Uh, BuzzFeed News is closing shop. BuzzFeed News. So they are almost 12 years old. They said that, hey, we're just getting rid of the BuzzFeed, the news edition. That's it. Uh, some of the people that work for our news division will be offered jobs at Huffington Post. Uh, they said in this article, Huff Post. And uh, so the Pulitzer Prize winning BuzzFeed news brand shutting down. Very sad. Uh, I guess there's a memo that went out to the staff saying we're reducing our workforce by approximately 15% today across our business, content, tech, and admin teams. And we're beginning the process of closing BuzzFeed News altogether, closing the news division. So very sad they spent way too much money and did not have any money coming in. The, sa- the owner said we overinvested in the news brand and because I loved the work and mission so much. But we, it's unsustainable. So BuzzFeed News, dead at the age of 12. Now, a person who has been in our Who Died Today segment, Aaron Carter, who passed away in his home, in his bathtub, at the age of 34, they have just revealed his cause of death, okay? So, we know that he was in his bathtub uh, at his home uh, near Los Angeles in November, and we know now that uh, he was, you know... His friends were concerned that he was misusing substances again, needed treatment, and we didn't know, you know, what was going to happen. They determined that he had drowned. He drowned due to the effects of Xanax and difluorothane. Difluorothane. Difluoroethane. Yeah, that's what I said. Difluoroethane. Difluoroethane. Yeah, that's what I said. Which is an aerosol propellant found in spray cans. So he was huffing aerosol cans. Holy cow. Uh, Very sad. And so his death was ruled an accident. Uh, So Aaron Carter, uh, we know now what killed him. Uh, Very sad. Very sad. 
Then, you know, as long as we're in the Who Died Today segment, um, I I see a headline that says, Monkeys crush three-year-old to death with a boulder. So apparently these primates pushed a rock off of a roof and onto a boy playing below. Uh, DeVernay, I can't pronounce his name, D-E-V-U-N-U-R-I-A-B-H-I-N-A-V. Rest in peace, three-year-old boy. Very sad. Uh, the monkeys rolled a boulder onto his head. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. You are. Okay, stop it. It's not funny. So this three-year-old boy, apparently these monkeys are up on the roof. And we got to do something. The monkeys are starting to get out of control in India, man. Something needs to happen. You can quote me on that. I don't know what. Perhaps maybe we need to send some people out and say... Here, little monkey. Come here, little monkey. Who's a... Well, not so cute, little monkey. I start putting them down. I I think we have to do that. So, and this kid, I mean... (laughs) The poor kid. Now, so apparently, in the story they talk about... Well, the monkeys were jumping around on the roof and they caused a boulder to fall off onto the child. Well, I mean, uh, why do we have a boulder on the roof? I'm confused about that as well. That's my first question. But, okay, so you got a boulder on your roof, and uh, the monkeys are jumping around, and uh, the boulder rolls off. But the kid had just suffered a near-death experience a few months ago when falling on a knife, which pierced his throat. I mean, maybe it's the parents. I don't know. Maybe they need to be investigated. I don't know. But the kid fell on a knife which pierced his throat didn't kill him uh, they rushed him to the hospital he went under he went under the knife <laughs> uh, again and that one the second time saved his life so he's recovered from that six months later and then the parents let the monkeys roll a boulder on his head <laughs> there needs to be some investigations on everybody's part but it is definitely time to start putting monkeys down. Because in this story, they admit they don't know how many people have been injured or made sick by monkey bites uh, throughout India. And they've been wreaking havoc on the country. I mean, we talk, we've talked about the 70-year-old woman that died after being attacked by a pack of monkeys in the bathroom, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, we talked about the young girl, the five-year-old girl, after being swarmed by monkeys. <laughs> Uh, they killed her uh, near the river. Uh, they, I mean, she was saved by the locals, but she ended up dying. They they had had beaten her up so bad. Then we talked about the monkeys who dragged the twin girls away. They rescued them. One died. One still alive. Uh, we talked about the mother and four of her children were crushed to death in their home after a wall was brought down by a troop of monkeys. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Uh, we talked about a man who died after falling from a terrace at his home when he was attacked by monkeys. Yeah, that happened. I mean, that happened uh, another time. I don't even think that story is in this list where the kid, they drug him off and threw him off the roof. Um Oh, yeah, because they just had it. They actually do have it in the story after this one. They talked about how the infant was killed with the monkey, uh, you know, threw her from the roof. (laughs) That's not funny. I'm not laughing. And then uh, we had uh, the monkeys 
killed a little baby. Uh, okay. Uh, the monkey jumps into the cot to steal the milk from the baby. We talked about uh, the 60-year-old man was injured along with nine others after these monkeys went on a rampage. At least he didn't die, but hello. Uh, well, the woman, there's another woman that severe, suffered severe injuries uh, and died after she was attacked by a monkey outside her home. I mean, people are getting injured then trying to be saved and rescued and can't be because their injuries are too horrific. So India, you need to set up some kind of it's time to take care of the monkey campaign and send people out. Uh, here, little monkey, and they better have more than one bullet, but to start with, here, little monkey, here, little monkey. And as soon as that little monkey comes up on you, man, and keep firing. Because <laughs> I think you're going to need more than just one shot. But something has to be done with these monkeys going out of control. Because as you know, this show, uh, no one supports zoos more than this show and supports the upkeep of animals and keeping them alive uh, on the planet for our pleasure and our survival. But always remember, humans first. So if you're listening live, today is 420. And yes, we will celebrate a little bit here on 420. But before we get to our celebration, uh, I just want you to know that if you purchased a Powerball ticket in Paris, Texas, at the Tiger Mart on Northeast Loop 286, uh, you have until 5 p.m. today to turn in your Powerball winning ticket for a million dollars. I would get that turned in today. Now, you've had 180 days to turn it in. Today is the last day you can turn in your winning $1 million ticket. Now, you can do it through the mail, so they can't give the money back to the state until 12 weeks from now because if you were to send it in by mail and get it postmarked today, then you're still good. But people usually don't do that, but that's in the rules. So if you live in Paris, Texas, or we're driving through Paris, Texas, and you stopped off at the old Tiger Mart there on Loop 286, uh, I would take a look at your Powerball tickets again because it's possible uh, that you have the million-dollar prize. You didn't win the Powerball, the second-tier winner, but a million bucks. Uh, you can quote me on this. A million bucks is a million bucks. It's 420, dude. Are they going to launch or what? Oh. oh, there it goes, dude. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, look at all that smoke, dude. How would you like to smoke that? You know, the smoke, not the rocket, dude. I mean, it's 365 feet tall. <laughs> so the rocket uh, took off this morning. They paused the countdown originally, 
And then I thought, oh, here we go. They're going to cancel it again. But no, they, they restarted it and they took off. That's where you heard the 10 second countdown. Everybody was all excited and, uh, off it went and it flew for a few minutes. And then, uh, there was an issue when the super heavy booster and the starship did not separate. And then we had, you know, some problems where I was like, Ooh, that doesn't look too good. And then it exploded. And I guess they would call it, it imploded mid descent. So, okay. <laughs> uh, that really, really, really sucked. But Hey, Elon said there was probably about a 50% chance that it would explode, you know, during the launch pad. And uh, the goal was to clear the pad. So we did that, man. Uh, we did that. We cleared the pad before it broke into flames. Okay. So that's just the way it goes. And it was all a test thing. And look, it's only, it was only like 3 billion. Okay. So I can afford three billion. Cause you know, they were expected the heavy boosters were expected to separate, but we were concerned. And then, you know, they didn't. And so that's when they blew up and came crashing down. <sighs> So we figured it out and, uh, it was really exciting and we were happy to, you know, get it off the launch pad. You know what I'm saying? Especially on a day like today, 420. So, Hey, appreciate it. And you know what else? I really appreciate you guys. Listen to Chewing the Fat. Thanks. All right. Peace out. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.